When you become a widow, the heartache can be overwhelming. You feel lost, you feel broken, you feel alone, and sometimes you feel like the pain will never go away. I believe that every widow has the capacity to endure, the power to overcome, and the determination to create a new life filled with meaning and purpose. That's why I wanted to create a show called Widow 180. People tell me they come here for the positivity. They listen to Widow 180, the podcast, to be inspired. They come to Widow 180 to be reminded that they have options, that the pain of loss is not a life sentence. Widow 180 is about turning tragedy, loss, and fear into strength, creativity, and a new passion for life. My mission each week is to arm you with these powerful stories of transformation and knowledge so that you can navigate life after loss. I'm Jen Zwink. I'm so glad you're listening. Let's get to the episode. Good morning and welcome back listeners. You are listening to episode 177. Before we get started with today's episode, I want to give a shout out to Jeanette, who left us this awesome review for the podcast. She says, thank you so much for taking the time to do this podcast. My husband passed away in May 2022. I was so lost and confused and lonely. Then I found your podcast and immediately felt like I found a new family, people who understand my pain. I am so thankful. Please keep doing this. Best regards, Jeanette. Well, thank you so much, Jeanette. And if you haven't left a review for the podcast, please do so. I would really appreciate it. It really helps the podcast to reach a lot more people across the world. So let's get into today's episode. And today we're talking about getting through Valentine's Day after the loss of your loved one. Valentine's Day is coming up. It's next week. And I know that this can be a struggling time for widows and widowers. And if you're dreading Valentine's Day, that is totally understandable. What I don't want to see happen is you sitting at home, miserable, thinking about this holiday, thinking about happy couples doing romantic things, and you're stuck at home, filled with sadness and hurt. And I don't want this to be a day of suffering. Instead, let's think about today as a day to really treat yourself. And so I've come up with these three ways that you can do something special for yourself on this Valentine's Day. So we're going to go over these three. And the first one that I thought of was to do something that you've never done before or do something that is completely out of the box and not your typical Valentine's Day celebration. Why? Because you can. You can do anything that you want today. Think about that. What do you want to do? If the thought of sitting around, not doing anything, just thinking about Valentine's Day and how you're not with your husband anymore. Don't do that. You know, get out of the house. Do something that will bring your attention to the present moment so that you're not pulled back into the past and you're not worrying about the future either. So I'll give you an example of this. This is something that I did. Two years after Brent was killed, um, I found myself just in this deep sadness, just hurt the second year, you know, ugh, it's just bad. That was definitely worse for me um, because the numbness had kind of worn off and 
I was feeling some pretty intense grief that was resurfacing, especially around Valentine's Day. So I said, I can't be home. I don't want to be at home. And I also didn't want to be out at a restaurant or anything, even for lunch. I just, I didn't want to see other couples. So any food place was absolutely out of the question. So I made a plan and I got some friends together. There was a group of about five of us, I think, and we hired a boat and a driver and we went wakeboarding. Do y'all, do y'all even know what that is? So it's a combination of snowboarding and surfing and water skiing. So your feet are strapped to a wakeboard and the boat pulls you really fast across the water as you try to like cross over the wake that's behind the boat and perform tricks and jumps and fancy moves. And now tricks and jumps and things were not part of my plan. (laughs) All I wanted to do was stay up and stay standing and not face plant on the water. That was my goal. So how did I do? Well, I mean, I did pretty good, I must say. I actually didn't face plant. That was good. I stayed up and I was completely terrified, but I was having a blast. And my friends in the boat were all cheering me on as we went. It was amazing. It was so much fun and it was so different than any way that I would have spent a Valentine's Day. And I was so thankful that I did that because I was 100% focused in the moment, trying not to fall on my face and having fun. I wasn't thinking about the fact that I'm a widow and this is Valentine's Day. It didn't feel like Valentine's Day, which was exactly what I needed. So I got home that night, that night exhausted, happy, sore muscles and all, not even thinking about the fact that it was Valentine's Day. So this is just a suggestion. Do something different. Get out of the house. Do something brave. Be a little crazy even. Try to have some fun. Okay, number two, a second way that you can treat yourself this Valentine's Day is to buy yourself some fresh flowers. Now hear me out, okay? There's a widow in our community who is telling me that she had chosen her word for the year and her word for this year was bloom. Beautiful, right? She also said that she made a promise to herself that she was going to keep fresh flowers in her house year round this year to remind herself of her word bloom and because she said that flowers make her happy. How lovely is that? So treat yourself this week. And it's not just because fresh flowers are pretty. There is science-backed evidence that this is good for you. And because I'm such a nerd, I want to share some statistics with you that I read about this, some fun facts that I would like to share about why you should do this and why it's such a good idea. Because scientific research shows us that there are so many benefits of having fresh flowers in your house. Some of the benefits are they help boost your energy. According to a joint study by Harvard University and Massachusetts General Hospital, having flowers in the home can give you 
an early morning boost and leave you feeling energized for the rest of the day. Researchers picked participants who confessed that they struggled to feel positive or proactive first thing in the morning. Yet after living in a home with fresh flowers, they revealed they felt much more energetic from sunrise to sunset. Flowers also help reduce stress. And I know it's tempting to reach for a nice glass of wine, but instead, why not try to alleviate all that stress with some strategically positioned vases of flowers instead? According to a 2018 study by the University of North Florida, it only took a few days of having fresh flowers in their home for participants to notice a significant improvement in their stress levels. The study was called The Impact of Flowers on Perceived Stress Among Women. It pointed to contact with nature as a key component in helping combat stress. Lead researcher Erin Largo-White, PhD, shared, adding flowers to reduce stress does not require tremendous effort to generate a meaningful effect. When life seems to be in a constant state of frenzy, flowers can provide us with a much-needed moment of calm. Roses and sunflowers are all good for alleviating stress, but jasmine and lavender are the true powerhouse performers. A vase in the bedroom can help lower your heart rate and encourage sleep, and we all need that. Flowers and plants can also help purify the air and create a healthier environment. And lastly, flowers make you happy. A pretty flower bouquet with bright colors and a soothing scent can brighten a room and your mood at the same time. A Rutgers University study found that the link between flowers and your satisfaction with life is far more important than previously thought. In fact, this study said the presence of flowers triggers happy emotions, heightens feelings of life satisfaction, and affects social behavior in a positive manner far beyond what is normally believed. These are some pretty great benefits, so I love this idea for so many reasons. Have a happy, low-stress, sleep better, high energy, smile more, breathe clearer, happy Valentine's Day, and get yourself some fresh flowers. And remember this quote by Luther Burbank, flowers always make people better, happier, and more helpful. They are sunshine, food, and medicine for the soul. And now the final way to do something special for yourself today is to celebrate the love that you had and to be proud of the person you are today because of the love that you shared. There's a saying that most of us have heard before that goes, if you experience grief, it means you've experienced love. Recently, I spoke to a widow in one of our groups and we were talking about what our relationship meant to us. And she said that she would not have become the person that she did without the love of her husband. And despite the pain, despite watching him lose his life to cancer, despite the hurt that she suffered in the last year, she was so thankful for experiencing that love in the first place. And what a beautiful way to look at it, right? Love shapes us into the person we are. And the thing is, that love still exists. It lives on and it will be with us forever, no matter what. So on Valentine's Day, we can still celebrate that love. We can take some time to acknowledge how the love of your spouse 
changed you and shaped you into the person you are today. So ask yourself, how did loving and knowing your loved one change you? How did it mold you into who you are today? And you can take some time with this one. Use this as a journal prompt and grab your notebook and pen and start your list of how their love changed you. This is a beautiful healing way to connect with your loved one on this special day. Make this a day of focusing on the happy, peaceful, joyful memories, the ones that make you smile, the ones that fill your heart. These are a few ways that you can treat yourself on this Valentine's Day and spend a day celebrating in different ways. How will you be spending your Valentine's Day? Do you have any big plans? If you have any more ideas on how to spend Valentine's Day, I would love to hear them. You know, there are so many widows out there listening that would benefit from your ideas. So please, please share them. Just send them over to me. You can email me at jen at widow180.com and I'll post them in our Facebook group. If you're not in our amazing Facebook group, go over there right now and sign up to be a part of this incredible community. It's Widow 180, the community. And I'll put the link in the show description so you all, all you have to do is click on that and join us. I hope you all have a wonderful week. I am thinking of all of you and I am here for you. Remember, you are not doing this alone. You're in my heart. Until next week, believe in the possibilities. Thank you so much for listening to Widow 180, the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you're seeking daily inspiration and guidance, you can follow me on Facebook at Widow 180, the community, on YouTube at Widow 180, the channel, and on Instagram at Widow 180. If you're interested in more grief and widowhood resources, including our latest freebie, How to Get Your Life Back Together After Loss, a 10-step checklist, head over to www.widow180.com forward slash freebie. That's www.widow180.com forward slash freebie.